This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. We're going to go in our Word tonight to 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, and I want to begin at verse number 24, and 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, Um, to many probably um, that are, are, are part of the Apostolic Tabernacle Church are probably familiar with these scriptures. These are very powerful scriptures. Uh, spoken by the Apostle Paul, and um, as we uh, begin to read at verse number 24, the word of the Lord says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, least that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway or one translation said to be a be rejected. And so I, I just want to speak to us on this Sunday evening. I know that we are living in such uncertain times. Uh, we hear about um, the, the races of politics, um, running for president, Senate, and all the other offices. And they're running, they're crisscrossing the country, and they're holding rallies. And doing all this just to be elected to a position. And, uh, but I want to talk to us just for a little while and try to bring a word of encouragement and maybe a word of instruction to us about just running for your life. Right. Running for your life. And let's pray one more time very quickly. Ask God to anoint and help in Jesus' name. Father, we do honor you today, God. We were thankful to be in the house of the Lord and God, able to come into people's homes and bless them through the word of the Lord. And God, I ask, Lord, that your divine anointing would rest upon me as I minister your precious word to the precious people of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you on this evening. Uh, I just um, thought about a little story when I was um, a young minister many years ago, and we used to go to what was referred to as NYC. That was the National Youth Convention. And this particular time, it was in Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, we took a whole bunch of young people there. And um, when we got up there, what we found out, we realized that a lot of these young people didn't have their money. And so we had to go to the Western Union. And uh, that's how you got money back in the old days. And you went to the Western Union. We had some money wired to us. Well, we went to the first Western Union close to the hotel in uh, 
and they didn't have the money. They said, well, we don't have the money, so we went to another one. It was many blocks away, and we started getting into a really bad neighborhood, and uh, I'll never forget, and I, I, w- I wasn't feeling very comfortable. It was me and another uh, minister, and, um, but we went on in there. As we were in there waiting to uh, get this money, we noticed about four or five people just kept walking and looking in at us, walking and looking in at us. Well, we got the money. I let them walk by, and when they all walked by one way and they got a little bit down, they were turning around. Me and that other minister, we busted out the door and took off running. And lo and behold, they were running after us, and they were going to try to get that money. I'll tell you what, that's back when I could run a little bit. I was running for my life. And I wasn't worried about that other guy. I was just leaving. I was running. And I was going to make sure that I kept that money safe and got it back. And, um, and uh, finally, we kept running. And I was running through the alleys. And we were running. And, and people were screaming, here come the police. Here come the police. And we were just running, running, running. And they thought we were the police, but we were running for our life. And so anyway, thank God for fried chicken. There was a, um, I believe it was a Bojangles. And we ran into the Bojangles, and I said, call me a cab, somebody. And they called a cab, and they picked us up, and we got in the cab, and the cab driver made me feel better. He said, what in the world are you doing in this neighborhood? I said, well, I was running for my life. And I feel like, spiritually speaking, with all the things that are going on in our world today, we really are running for our spiritual life. And so when I read... These scriptures, Paul uses the illustration that the Corinthian church would well understand. And um, in this illustration, he began to uh, talk about the Isthmian games. Uh, they, were, they were athletic contests. It was kind of like pre-Olympic contests, which were said to be the chief glory of that city. They were really into sports, and uh, Paul knew that. And Paul began to speak to them and something that they could really understand. So Paul, under the inspiration of God, he takes these games and he begins to compare them to our striving to make it to heaven. And um, I would say we're in the race for our life. If there's ever a time the enemy is trying to get us sidetracked, uh, trying to get us distracted, and I always like to say the devil is the master of distraction. He loves to distract us. And during this political upheaval, the pandemic and everything else, he's trying to get our eyes on everything else. But I'm saying to all of us this evening, we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Amen. We're called to run this race and we are running. And I would say we are having to fight our way, if you will, to make it to heaven. And and I want to make it. Amen. I'm getting older, I'm getting closer, maybe by death, but I want to make it to heaven, whether it be by the grave or the rapture, I want to get to heaven, amen, and I'm, I've, run, I've run too far now to stop now. How about you? I don't want to give up now, amen. I want to encourage you, keep running this race. You've come too far now. 
to give up. Amen. Come on, everybody. Let's stay in this race together. Amen. Let's cross the finish line. Amen. Together. Come on. If you got out of the race, why don't you get back in the race this evening? Amen. Make up your mind with the help of the Holy Ghost. You are going to run this race. You are going to make it to heaven and the devil and nobody else can stop you. Amen. You All you need is a made up mind and the help of the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. So I like what Paul said. Paul said, he know ye not that they which run in a race run all but he said in this race, and I'm referring to that you Corinthians would understand, he said only one person, one person gets the prize. And so he's saying, run that you may obtain, because there's only going to be one person in these natural races that he's talking about. He said only one person's going to get the prize. And so he refers back to this athletic contest where running the race was especially highly touted contest. They said the virtue of running was highly esteemed in their culture, for it was associated with being a great characteristic of a warrior. So those that could run, they were, they were honored. They, they had a lot of praise heaped upon them. And so Paul says there are many contestants but only one is going to get that prize. He said, we, we know from these games that the prize actually didn't seem to be much, but it was a wreath of some type that was given to the winner. And then, but along with that wreath, there was great honor and respect that was bestowed upon him. And Paul, for this evening, I believe, is conveying to you and I, for us to run like there's only going to be one winner. Now, we know there's a multitude in heaven that no man can number, but Paul was speaking to us. He's saying, run like you're the only one that could get there. Amen. Now, there's things that happen in our society. There's the last TV on Black Friday, and people just don't say, you go first, or I'd like for you to have that TV. No, uh-uh. there's tussles and fights and there's videos made and they're put on the internet of Freddie fighting that old lady for that TV, trying to get it out of her hands because it's the last one. Amen. In our world, that's how people are. Amen. If it's the last one, they run after it. They want it. Amen. I wish somebody would want heaven that much. I wish somebody wanted Jesus that much, amen, that they said, you know what? I got to get this thing. I can't worry about everybody else, but I got to run like I'm the only one that's able to get to heaven, and I want to get there. And so Paul was telling us, he's trying to let us know, don't slack up now, amen, don't slack up now. You know, the church has come a long ways, been living for the Lord a long time, and the church has come a long ways. You know, sometimes people look back and they glorify the old days and, and so on and so forth. And there were good things that happened. But boy, it's so much better, in my opinion, now. We have greater uh, music and we have uh, greater uh, activities and we have greater programs. And we're doing so many things to reach the lost and preach the gospel and reaching the world. And through internet, we can reach the entire world with the message of Jesus Christ. Man, it's a good time to live for the Lord, but also, too, it's easier now to get complacent. 
amen, to slack up, to let everybody else do it, to just come and sit on these beautiful pews and relax, and, and you tonight are probably laying around on the couch in your pajamas, just, just watching this little bit of uh, preaching, amen, you're, you're eating potato chips, drinking Pepsi-Cola, amen, and getting ready to have an eye, bowl of ice cream, and you're just, you know, you're just taking it easy, but that's what the devil's trying to get us to do. He's trying to get us to forget that we got to make it to heaven. Amen. The devil's trying his best to get us to fall asleep and to become complacent. Amen. To be slack and cold and indifferent and lukewarm. But I'm refusing to do that. I'm going to get in this race and I'm going to run like I've never run before. I might not be able to run the fastest but I'm steadfast and I'm going to keep on running and I'm going to keep on pressing as the apostle said toward the mark. Amen. Because I want to make it to heaven. <clears throat> and so I just have a few more moments. I'd like to speak to you. And he says simply, he said, every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. He said, but we're going to get an incorruptible crown. I like it when he said striving for the mastery, actually from the original language, it just meant that we would have to agonize to get there. Amen. Agonize in a strict exercise-like state, if you will. He went on to say that athletes were temperate in all things. And we know that if you're going to be an athlete, a good athlete, uh, we've had runners and football players and basketball players and wannabe players and everything else. And we know if you want to be an athlete, though, you're, you're going to have to give up some things, you know. Many times you have to wake up early and train early in the morning. Sometimes you can't eat the things that you want to eat. You got to get things out of your diet and, and you got to abstain from things that are going to hinder you and your performance. And we all know that, especially in the day and hour that we live in where sports are glorified in our world. But here Paul was speaking of something greater. And he said, you might have to struggle a little bit. You might have to battle a little bit. You might have to agonize a little bit. I know that this, this, this uh, cheap grace theology now just acts like there's nothing to it. You live any way you want to live, and you're going to go to heaven, and you don't have to do nothing, and, and you're still going to get to heaven. You know, that's a lie straight from hell. I don't know why you would even believe that. Here, Paul's telling us we better agonize a little bit. We better abstain from things a little bit. If you're going to make it to heaven, it's okay. Give up some stuff because we're giving it up for a greater thing, to see Jesus one day face to face, to go to heaven one day, amen, to have eternal life. It's all worth what we give up now. And he said these athletes are willing to give up, to abstain from things, whether they be lawful or unlawful, he said they're willing to do all this just to get a corruptible crown. And that's going to actually quickly, he said, perish away. But I want to remind us this evening that you and I are doing it for a greater thing. First of all, we're doing it to see Jesus. Amen. We're doing it because we love the Lord. Amen. Anybody love the Lord today? Amen. We love the Lord. The Lord has been so good to us. Amen. Amen. He's been there. Amen. When we messed up, he's been there to help us up. Amen. He's washed us by his blood. He's forgiven us. Amen. Amen. He's given us mercy and grace and love and kindness and, and give us so many opportunities and chances. And the Lord is good. Amen. I can't wait to see him. Oh, man, if it hadn't been for the Lord, what would I do? Where would I be? Amen. And so 
We're just not running to receive a prize or even to enjoy a mansion in heaven. Amen. We know that God is a giver of good gifts, though. Amen. We know that God has promised us those that would stay in the race, those that would continue to run, those that would just strive on and fight the good fight of faith. Amen. He said one day, the Lord said, I'm going to be giving you also a crown. One that's not going to fade away, though. First Peter 5 and 4 said it like this. I love this scripture. It said, when the chief shepherd shall appear. Amen. We have a great shepherd, Pastor Grizzle. Amen. Amen. He's watching for our soul, giving us direction. We have great ministry and elders in our church that watch for our soul. Amen. Care group leaders that watch for our soul. Amen. And so on forth. But the chief shepherd, the one that sees us all the time, the one that sees when we're in danger and he sends his Holy Spirit to convict us, amen. The one that sees us when we're going the wrong direction and he woos us back by his love and his power. The one that watches over us in, in the daytime, but also in the evening time and the nighttime, amen. The one that watches out for us when we're driving down the road and he keeps his hand, unseen hand of God upon us, amen. The chief shepherd, the one, the lover of our soul, amen. He said, when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. He makes a contrast. Those crowns are going to fade away, but the crown that he's going to give is not going to fade away. Then James said it like this, and I know we're all going through trials and temptations and so on and so forth. And James said, in James 1 and 12, he said, blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Amen. So now not only that, as we see the one crown given, it looks like the chief shepherd is going to give us the crown of glory, that fate of not away. And then James said, he's going to give us the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And then Paul writing to Timothy said, henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So no wonder, Hebrews, as I begin to close, he begins to tell us these words of inspiration. He said, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Can I say, let us lay aside all the distractions, all the distractions of politics, all the weaponization of the pandemic that we're going through, all the things that are happening all around us, all the division and the strife and all that we're seeing in our society. Let us lay it aside, amen, and let us keep running this race with patience that is set before us. And the word of the Lord said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, think about this, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And you know why it was so much joy? It's because he had you on his mind. For the joy that he could shed his blood, that you and I could have eternal life. But I like this part. I don't want you to miss this. He said, despising 
the shame. Now, sometimes if we're honest, we don't witness because we're ashamed. We don't dress holy because we're ashamed to be different. Don't let me lose you now. We don't speak up because in a crowd we know that we're going to be meeting with opposition. And so we're, we're, we're ashamed. But the word of the Lord said Jesus despised the shame. In other words, the shame wasn't going to stop him. When they stripped his clothes off, the shame wasn't going to stop him from his mission. When they beat him and mocked him and whipped him, the shame of all of that wasn't going to... He despised that shame because he had joy with the mission of Christ. Amen. Doing the will of God. Amen. So you and I could be saved. Don't you think that's why he said in his gospel that if you'll be ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you in that day? Why don't we make up our mind on this evening that we've been a little slack. We haven't been running like we need to run. We haven't been striving like we need to strive. We have fell into the trap of the religious world with if it's any convenience, inconvenience, we're not going to do it. Amen. If it's a little bit of struggle, we're not going to do it. Amen. Why don't we make up our mind? Amen. We're going to get in this race and we're going to start running and we're not going to look back and we're going to keep on because we're going to make it one day home with Jesus Christ. And I know you can do it. I can do it. And we all can do it together in Jesus name. God bless you on this evening. We're so thankful for you. Let's run this race with patience because it's going to be worth it on that day in Jesus name. Pastor Grizzly. Amen. What a great word we heard from Bishop this evening. Man, we got to run that race. He was preaching. I, that old song came to my mind. Oh, I want to see him and look upon his face. Man, I want to be there forever with him. And we got to strive. We got to work. We got to run that race that is set before us. Man, thank you so much for joining us tonight, AT family. We love you. Man, and I'm just praying that that word will plant a seed in your heart tonight, and it'll spring forth to us going after God with a fire and a fervency like we never have before. Man, people strive for a lot of things today, but I want to strive for the kingdom of God. Amen. Why don't we do this as we're closing out tonight's service? Don't forget, uh, there's no events on the campus this coming week. Um, no prayer. We're going to be doing online only on Wednesday night. It is our prayer that we will be back together again next Sunday. That's important to know. Our prayers will be able to be back together again next Sunday, possibly at a limited schedule. So you make sure you go to atwilmington.com forward slash app. Download that new app that we have so we can communicate with you. Or you can sign up for text alerts. We'll have that information either up on the screen or we'll have it up at a later time so you can get connected and get a, be a part of that group in the loop. Why don't we do this as we're closing out tonight? Why don't we pray together? God, we thank you for that word, that anointed word that we heard tonight. We're just praying that you're going to allow that word to help us to strive for your kingdom to help us to strive for your purpose and your will in our lives. Lord, we pray, God, that you'll help us to push aside those things that are around us, trying to distract us, God, and help us to put our whole attention and heart towards you, Lord. God, we pray that you'll continue to keep us safe throughout this week until we're able to come together again in your house. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. God bless you, AT family. We love you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us. 
don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.